The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to our show. It's almost draft time. We got all kinds of issues, and there seems to be some growing concern about our team. We're going to hit on that and more here on show 338. On today's show, we will have our team, like it or not, we're going to talk about what the positives and the negatives are uh, in this offseason and how it looks because this is a very, and I mean very, unusual occurrence for the Raiders and the Raider Nation without Al Davis. So we're going to hit on that and draft 2012. It's looking kind of bleak money-wise, but this is where Reggie McWizard has to get it together. We have to see what happens. The magic better happen because we need players that can play right now. We'll hit that and the bone line, and here we go. The 2012 Raiders, like it or not, so far, here we go. Well, Raider Nation, there seems to be forming two solid opinions on the 2012 season. On one hand, we have fans that are totally behind Reggie McKenzie, the wizard, um, and feel that he has done the right things to set the team straight and the cap and clean up the crap that's been left around for Mr. Davis's reign for so many years. And they are ready for a new dynamic, a new modern NFL Raiders that can compete onward and upward throughout years to come. Then there is the other side of the coin that says, no, 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 this is not the way to do business. We shouldn't be doing all these things. It's wrong. We're losing good players. We're not collecting good enough players, and we're going to totally suck this season. Okay, let's look at what we've done so far this year. We've cut Stanford route. And he went to Kansas City, an AFC rival. We cut Kevin Boss. He also went to Kansas City, so we see both these knuckleheads twice this season. Cooper Carlisle left and then came back for a league minimum, and his interview was less than stellar. He looks like he's a boy pouting because he didn't get his toys. John Henderson was cut because, well, he was old and broken. Good player in his day, but it was time for him to go. Cameron Wimbley... Went for the dollars to Tennessee. Goodbye. Kiss my ass. Rem Eugene and Chris Johnson were cut and not picked up by anyone as of yet. Now, that's who we cut. There's a lot of money in there. And there's also some talent in there that we're going to (laughs) be missing. Now, here's a list of people who we allowed to sign with other teams. Michael Bush, Chicago. That is a humongous hole to fill. And this guy that we picked up, um, Goodson, is no Michael Bush. He is not even close to Michael Bush. 
Uh, however, he's going to have to be Michael Bush, I believe, and he's going to get an opportunity to do so. But Michael Bush never fumbled seven times. You know, this guy's got chiffon fingers. He's got butter fingers. And so we can only hope that since he's with the Oakland Raiders, he'll change. And since he's a one-cut runner, he'll be able to, well, hopefully make up for some of those uh, Michael Bush yards that we know we could get. Jason Campbell went also to be a backup in Chicago. Now, I don't know why Bush and Campbell both complained about not being a, a starter in Oakland and then go to Chicago to be backups. That's kind of fishy to me, and I'm sure there's a story behind it. I don't know what it is, but it pissed me off. Bush really pissed me off. We should have kept him. Chaz Schillens, Mr. Injury. Now, everybody bitches and moans about Chaz Schillens. They called him Glass Schillens. I mean, I did too. You know, when he was able to play, he played pretty good. But he was never able to play. He didn't play very many games. Thus, my next point. Why is Darren McFadden getting a bye on missing 19 games? 19 games since he's been here. That is a stellar number. That is a terrifically horrific number of games to miss when you're getting that kind of freaking money. So I just want to put the Chaz Shillings and uh, DMC in the same damn category because as far as I'm concerned, I love McFadden, but he has not played one healthy season of professional football, and I don't like it. And I like him running. I love when he plays, but every time he gets the ball, I'm more concerned that he doesn't get hurt. Every time he takes a second to, to get up off the field, I think, okay, we're done for the year. I know I'm not the only one. I digress. Rock Cartwright, San Francisco. Trevor Scott went to New England. No doubt he was a talent, man. I love Trevor Scott. We let him go. Samson Satelli signed by Indiana. Okay, so... Now we're looking at how much we lost, and it seems like the majority of the players on our team are gone. That's very concerning to me. Well, let's look at who we signed. Brandon Underwood, defensive back, guy coming off an injury, one-year contract. Ron Bartell, cornerback, coming off an injury, one-year contract. Mike Bristle, guard, one-year contract. Shantae Spencer, cornerback. Pat Lee, defensive back. Philip Wheeler, linebacker, who I think is probably one of the best things we did. Brissell's also good. Wheeler's good. The rest of them are okay. And the one-year contracts give us a lot of room next season to move around. We'll be moving and shaking real hard next year. But this year, this year, <laughs> this year is a concern. Now, we traded Bruce Campbell for Mike Goodson. Now, Mike Goodson's that running back I'm telling you about. And, well, I just don't know. Evidently, he's good. I, I don't know. The, the jury's out on all these guys we signed because they're not big names. This is a Reggie McKenzie. The Wizard team. 
I have to say that. Um, and also I have to say this. We traded Bruce Campbell for a Goodson, and Goodson was going to be available for nothing. Uh, maybe we wanted to get rid of Campbell. I don't know. Campbell was a project that never freaking panned out. Never panned out. So if you look at everybody that we've gotten rid of and everyone we picked up, it looks like there's a huge bunch of holes to fill, and there are. There are. The things that I see that are different with this team is Reggie's picking guys who really, really want to play, guys that are coming off injuries. He's getting a lot of bargains for people who, before they were injured, were doing a very good job. But their injuries were significant, and he's giving them a quote-unquote second chance um, at a career. Those are good things. You know, you have driven players when you have players that you're giving a second chance to. You have guys that want to prove themselves, guys that aren't playing for for nothing because they got so much money in the bank that they don't feel like playing today, so they're not going to kind of attitude. Not to say that happens. (laughs) You better believe it happens. You know, my theory on the whole thing is we're doing the right thing. We're doing the right thing to set our team up for success in the future. I don't think this season is completely lost. However, San Diego gunned up. They got some great deals. They got some good players, and they're going to be a formidable team again this year. Dender, of course, gunned up uh, with the new quarterback, Peyton Manning. And then Kansas City. They're They're not wasting any time either. Our division is going to be way more competitive than it has been the last couple of years. San Diego's not going to walk away with the division, and neither is Denver. But I'm going to tell you, I feel, and I I feel pretty good about Oakland contending for the AFC West. I think we can put up a pretty decent fight in the West. I don't know that we're going to do anything incredible. I don't know if we're going to take the division. I'm not feeling that strong, but the possibility is there. We do have the offense. We do have a defense that is coming together. Now, the key to our season, ladies and gentlemen, is going to see if Reggie McKenzie, the master blaster, can come up with the players that we need to win some games. Because right now, as our team sits, it looks pretty sad. And I it looks sad just because of the names and its change. So I'm very skeptical. But, like I said, the upside is pretty tremendous. I'm hanging with us. I think we can do better than we all think. Uh, i got to give McKenzie the benefit of the doubt and Dennis Allen, of course, the benefit of the doubt. But the OTAs have started since you're a first-year head coach with the team. Have you been around the guys a little bit more this week, and have you been able to identify your your leaders on uh, each side of the ball yet? Yeah, absolutely. We've been around the players some. Uh, we can't be out on the field with them. Our strength and conditioning coaches are, have been out there working with them. Uh, they've been in. They've been uh, extremely motivated to work hard. Uh, have we have we identified exactly who our leaders are going to be? Uh, I think we've got an idea who those guys are going to be, but until we really get an opportunity to get out there and work with them, go through some practices, uh, you know, we're going to reserve judgment on that for a little while. 
We're speaking with Dennis Allen, head coach of the Raiders. John Lund, Greg Papa here in the wheelhouse on the game. Where are you in the evaluation process of the team? Are you, are you finished, or do you got to see him on the field? How does that work? Well, I don't think the evaluation process ever ends. I think all of us in the National Football League, coaches, players, administrators, everybody, we're all being uh, evaluated on a daily basis. So I think that's an ongoing process. Uh, we're going to continue to evaluate this team as we go throughout the off season, uh, as well as into training camp in the regular season, and we're going to try to do whatever we can to make this team better. I want to ask you about your offense first. We'll get over to the defense in a second, Coach. But Carson Palmer was quoted as saying he's been watching a lot of Houston Texan uh, tape to get ready for Greg Knapp, who was the Raiders' offensive coordinator earlier, and he's been in Seattle, and he's been a few other spots, the Niners even before that. Is the, the Raider offense we're going to see in 2012, will it most resemble what we saw from Matt Schaub and the Houston Texans the last couple of years? Yeah, I mean, I think if you just follow what where where Greg's been and and what he's been able to do offensively, I mean, I think you're going to see uh, really what what's at the core of what we're going to be able to do. I mean, we're going to be a team that's going to be able to uh, run the ball effectively, um, and we're going to be a team that's going to be able to play action pass and get the ball down the f- field effectively. Hey, coach, a lot of people talk about Carson Palmer in this offense, mobility, getting outside. Uh, tell us why you think Carson fits in this offense. Well, I think when you really look at, at, at the offense, I mean, I think, uh, you know, a running game is a quarterback's best friend. And I think uh, uh, when you look at what this this scheme has been able to do offensively, uh, you look at where Greg Knapp's been offensively, how they've been able to run the football, uh, that's going to help Carson out tremendously. Obviously, with the play-action passes, uh, being able to give Carson time in the pocket to be able to throw the ball and get the ball downfield uh, will, will really benefit him. Well, Greg had Arian Foster in Houston the last couple of years, if not the best back in football, certainly on a short list along with your guy, uh, Darren McFadden. And in Houston, they ran everything. They ran they ran power, they ran inside zone, but they also ran a lot of outside zone, which uh, the quarterback has required a lot of a lot of movement off that zone with the, the boots and the waggles back on th- the other side when he does keep it. Uh, how do you see Carson's footwork in in that regard? Is he is he as nimble as Matt Shaw? Will he be able to, you know, fake that stretch left and come out right and come back all the way outside the formation? Yeah, I absolutely believe that. I mean, I, you know, I get a lot of questions about, you know, hey, what about Carson's mobility? What about his athleticism? And, you know, uh, I, hey, I might, I might be missing something, but I don't see that. I see a guy that's got athleticism. I think I see a guy that's got good footwork in the pocket. So, uh, I think he's going to fit in uh, tremendously to the offensive scheme, and I think he's going to have an exceptional year. Uh, Dennis Allen is Jonas Raiders, Raiders head coach here in the wheelhouse on ninety-five-seven. The game uh, read yesterday where Darren McFadden Madden declared himself uh, healthy. Have you seen DMC? How does he look to you? I have seen him. I haven't seen him with my own eyes out on the out on the field. We're not allowed uh, during this time to be out on the field with him due to the new CBA and 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 rules of the off season program. So I haven't seen him with my own two eyes. Uh, but uh, the reports that I've gotten uh, say that he's he's back and ready to go. First time you're going to be able to be on the field with them. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is the 17th uh, a week from Tuesday? Is that right? The 17th will be a voluntary minicamp, and, and uh, that day can't get here soon enough. We're excited <laughs> about getting started. Yeah, I just want to get back to one point about your offense, if it is similar to Houston, because obviously a big part of that uh, movement of the quarterback is to drag a tight end underneath. And uh, 
you know, you lost uh, Kevin Boss in the offseason, and before that, Zach Miller, a terrific tight end, went to Seattle. And the Raiders, I think, just have Brandon Myers and David Osbury and Richard Gordon on their roster, and they have different skill sets. Uh, would you like to go out and get a, uh, a veteran tight end or maybe even draft a tight end come, some, come time in April? Well, I think tight end, uh, you know, along with all these positions, is is, is an area that we're going to look at. Uh, and if there's somebody out there that helps us be better as a football team, uh, we're certainly going to look at it. Although we're we're excited about uh, the tight ends that we have, and 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 I think especially when you look at some of the a uh, couple of the young guys that we have, we're, we're looking forward to those guys developing and becoming. Uh, good football players for us. Coach, obviously we, we talk about the defense all the time. That's that's your specialty. You've brought in a couple of new corners. You brought in Phillip Wheeler. Can you just talk about where you are defensively now? Well, I think the good thing is is, is we filled a couple of holes uh, that, that uh, you know, have given us a chance to, to go out and, and, and be competitive. Um, you know, uh, I, I feel good about the guys that we've signed, and I feel good about trying to develop some of these young guys. That's the great thing about when you bring in some veteran guys, it gives you a little bit of time for some of these young guys to really develop, who I think got a chance to be good players, and, you know, specifically talking about Demarcus Van Dyke and Chimdi Chekwa. Michael Huff, before he got he got hurt middle of the year last year, Coach, uh, I thought he was the Raiders' best cover corner, even when he went in the slot, which is so much more difficult. He did a nice job against those slot receivers in the nickel. And I've read some things where you're, you're toying with the idea, I guess he's going to be your free safety, but you'll move him around in the nickel package. What, what do you see from Michael Huff this year? What, what might his role be this year for you? Well, I think, I think one of the things you've got to look at from the safety position, and you've got to look at the game of football and how it's evolved. Uh, th- this, is a, this is a passing league. Uh, you look at some of the offensive numbers from the last couple of years, and, and people are throwing the ball uh, all over the park. And so uh, to do that, you know, to to defend against that, you you've got to be able to cover, uh, and cover cover a large area. And uh, I think the the fact that we've got Tyvon Branch and we've got Michael Huff, both of those guys as being athletic safeties, uh, you know, give us an advantage that that we can match those guys up sometimes on, uh, you know, obviously wide receivers, tight ends, uh, and backs out of the backfield. Hey, coach, uh, I know it's early in the process and you haven't hit the field yet, but as a new head coach. What's the biggest thing you've learned so far? Well, the biggest thing I've learned so far is is uh, there's a lot of responsibility that goes on to the head coach. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that that uh, that come up on a daily basis. Uh, you know, whether it be uh, dealing with players, whether it be dealing with the administration, whether it be dealing with the media, whether it be dealing uh, with any aspect uh, scheduling. Uh, there's just a lot of things that go involved in it, and uh, it's it's been a challenge. It's been a lot of fun, uh, and and I've really enjoyed, you know, coming to work every day and, and uh, trying to put this thing together. The media, wait till, wait till you start rolling for real and you start with yeah, the OTAs and the you, mini you camp guys, when they can are, get in. You're you not going to have a tough, moment man. to breathe. Huh? <laughs> you guys are tough. Oh, yeah. Hasn't even started yeah, yet. Right. <laughs> hey, Coach, uh, we appreciate a few minutes of your time. Continued success. So we'll be watching you. Thanks a lot. Okay, guys. Thanks a lot. All right, there you Take go. Take care, Coach. There's Dennis Allen, head coach of the Raiders. Good information on the Raiders. Well, we all have to hang on for the ride. I think it's going to be a good ride uh, when all is said and done. And that is all I have to say about that. Does anybody feel a draft? I sure feel a draft. And thank God we got three compensatory picks. We got some game. Let's talk about it. 
in the NFL draft. The Oakland Raiders select, 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 select. Now coming into this offseason, the majority of the Raider Nation actually knew that we were in trouble. We were in trouble because, well, we didn't have any draft picks. We had no draft picks, and we were not going to have any draft picks as far as most of us were concerned. Now, because of the players we lost that season, we got three very good compensatory picks. A third-round pick is almost unheard of and compensatory, but we got one. Uh, most people get a fourth, but because I think in Omdi, we picked up the third round, 97th overall. That's not a bad pick considering we usually do pretty good from then on down, which has uh, been our uh, M.O. of the past seven years. We have a fourth round that's 131st overall, fifth round 150th, another fifth round 170th, and a sixth round at 191st overall. Now there's a lot of talk about the mock draft for the Oakland Raiders. There is a lot of different players that are on the boards that are fluctuating all over the place. So you could look at 10 different mock drafts on the Oakland Raiders and who we're going to pick and what we're going to need. And is it need or is it best player? How are we going to go? What's going to happen? Now, in the past, we all knew who we're going to pick. The fastest and the biggest players. And the players with, quote-unquote, Big potential. I don't think that's how we're going anymore. As a matter of fact, I can guarantee, and that's a guarantee, that we're not going to go that way. I guarantee that we're going to pick football players, good ones, guys with good attitudes, smart, good, aggressive players. I think we've stepped into the 22nd century and finally starting to get an idea of how to pick good players. That's my hope. That's my prayer. Because this year, unlike every year before this, we've all known exactly who we're going to get. We've all come very goddamn close to picking on the 40 time who we're going to get in the draft. How many defensive backs can you pick for crying out loud? How many speedsters can you put on a team for crying out loud? It was pretty funny. I'm not making fun of Al Davis. I love Mr. Davis. Um, God rest him, his soul. Uh, but, you know, this is what we've all been used to, really. So now, Reggie McKenzie, which is now the genius, and I'm calling him the wizard, of course, because he's got to be a wizard. Because like I said before, these players need to play now. We can't get projects. We don't need someone who's going to take three or four years. And the Terrell Pryor's, Projects situation have got to come to a close. You know, just like Campbell, he was a waste of a pick, and look, there he goes. I'm not saying that all our picks, you know, are bad or were bad. I'm just saying that right now, we don't need projects. Right now, we need some football players that can step in and make a difference this year, not next year. Not, you know, someone that takes three years to develop. We need defensive players that will come in and make it happen right now. Quite honestly, I don't know who we're going to pick. I have no idea. I've looked at them all. They all look like great players. 
They all look like great potential players, but I am counting on the fact that Reggie McKenzie, the wizard. Mr. Wizard, help! Wizard, trassel, trassel, throne. Time for this one to come home. Can pick the right guys for our team. Make it happen so that we have hope for this season. So that the players that we pick come in and play immediately. Because it would be a great advantage to have players out of the draft that can impact like Denarius Moore, like Ford, like DHB, like, you know, like people that come in and make a contribution. Uh, we need more of that. Um, and the team we're going to have is going to be a completely different team than we had last year. We have to watch and see. We have to wait and see how the holes get filled and how the team gels and comes together. So far, so good. So far, 90% of the players are in these uh, voluntary camps, I'm sure. Uh, we're going to see more players show up. We're going to hear how great people feel and how positive they are about the season. We're going to hear how we're going to be much better than we were last year. But you know what? I will reserve my opinion until I see some football. I'm not saying one way or the other. It sounds really good. Everyone always says the right thing. So, you know, we're all looking forward to the season. Oh, we love our playbook. Oh, we love our coaches. Oh, we love everything. Well, let's see how it all pans out when we start playing some football. Now, I don't care if we win all our preseason games or not. I want to see some good football. I want to see some entertaining football like we saw the last couple seasons, some sparks of greatness, some sparks of explosion, some solid defense, some solid offense, and some good games. I want us to compete. I want us to be out there, and I want other teams not to be coming into Oakland think they're going to get an easy win. I'm sick and frickin' tired of that crap, just like you are. I think we're in the right place at the right time if Reggie McWizard could make it happen. And that is the guy who I've got my eyeball on until the kickoff of our first game regular season. Uh, by the way, that was a fictitious schedule that came out. All of those who believed it, uh, well... That happens sometimes, especially in this modern age of computers and instant messages. Uh, it was bump some bullshit, so uh, don't get caught up because the season actually will come out uh, in about two weeks. We'll know exactly where we're going to be and what's happening for sure. And I don't care about preseason. I got to pay for it, but I really don't care about preseason. I just want to see who's out there and what the numbers are. And, uh, well... <laughs> we'll know what happens on regular season. That's for show. And that is all I have to say about that. Bad of the bone. All right, it's time for the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Get on the bone line and throw me a freaking bone, will you? Ladies, calling you out. Let's go. Everybody get up in here. Come on. It's the offseason, but it's a critical time for the Oakland Raiders. we got to hear what's happening for you guys. There's a lot of controversy, man. People are very uneasy about this season. What you got? Don't forget to hit us up at RaiderNationPodcast.com. 
Check us out. Randy gets on the forum and goes crazy. You know, he does a great job. All that you need, all that you possibly could want. Raiders is on the site. You know it, and so do I. All right, who's the first caller? Our first caller is my good brother, Raider Tony from Monterey. What's up, brother? Hello, Raider Nation. It's me, Raider Tony, over in Monterey. And uh, Raider Greg, Raider Nation. Uh, wow. Peyton Manning, a Bronco ho. Can't wait to hear what everyone has to say on the next podcast. Uh, I will say my little, give my little two cents, and that's Peyton Manning's making a big mistake. I don't think he's going to last a full season. From my, what I've heard and from what I've read with that thing in his neck, he's really one good hit away from being done. So, you know, you just, the Broncos, I understand that, you know, they want to win now and they think they have a team that can do that. And, uh, but uh, I do kind of think that what they're doing to Tebow is fucked up, although it will be nice to get Tebow mania out of our division, bringing in Manning mania is not much of an upgrade. It's still going to get annoying as hell. And uh, it's already annoying. And um, whatever. John Elway really thinks that uh, this makes them a Super Bowl contender. And uh, I think he's going to be a little disappointed when uh, the Broncos struggle. Uh, You know, I don't know what everyone else is thinking, but I don't think they're going to do that great. I think that Elway is an upgrade for sure. But uh, our division's still going to be tough, and, you know, I would not hand it to Denver by any means. I think we have a team that can give them a good uh, – that can beat them, certainly give them a good run for their money in the division. And since they're going to have the hardest schedule in uh, in football next year, you know, it's going to be no cakewalk for them anyway. You know, we really have a good chance of winning our division. And if Manning goes down and gets injured again – you know, that's the disaster that they are risking and gambling on this move, the Broncos are. And um, for me, whatever, you know, we're going to kick their ass no matter what. I'm getting my tickets. I'm really glad with our moves that we've made, Spencer and Bissell, you know, we have really uh, uh, cemented and solidified our secondary, which is what we needed to do. Hopefully we can still pick a Porter. I'm not sure if that's going to happen. But, uh, you know, we're filling the holes that we needed to. So I'm really excited about next year, Raider Greg. Looking forward to the draft. Um, I really do still expect us to make the playoffs. That hasn't changed. The Manning signing is not changing my perspective on us winning our division still. I expect us to next year. And uh, like I said, you know, uh, it really is a big gamble on their part. And that's good because he's one hit away from being out for good. And uh, that would be total disaster for their team. And, and, you know, they're playing teams like the Steelers and the Ravens and 
the Giants and a lot of tough defenses right off the bat next year. So we'll see how long Manning lasts. And don't count out our defense, which is revamped and improved. Uh, and uh, this won't be a circus of a defense like it was last year. Our defense is going to be the real deal this year. I'm predicting we'll be at least top 10 under Dennis Allen's and uh, Tarver. So just watch. You know, we're going we're gonna to be a much improved defense. Can't wait. Raider Nation, till I die. Let's do this. I'm out. Well, you know, the Peyton Manning thing is going to be a stressful thing for us, man. He's a great player. And they have a great defense. And uh, their team's going to be awesome. Trust me. <laughs> it's not going to be a cakewalk. And every player in the league is one hit away from being out for his career. Every player, including Manning, and he knows it. But until he gets hurt, man, I'm telling you, the Broncos are going to be a heck of a tough team to beat. And so are the Chargers. Major upgrades, both teams. The Chiefs, this division has changed a lot. It is not easy for any one of us to win. And, uh, well, we got a pretty tough division, and it came tough like overnight, like one season. This year is looking a whole lot different for all the teams in the AFC West. Uh, so, hey, man, I just hope we can come out with some decent wins and uh, put up some uh, put up a fight here this year because I'm telling you, man, the Broncos and the Chargers, uh, I think it's going to go Bronco Chargers or Raiders and Kansas City. Uh, that's how I, I think, it, as, far as far as talent, it might even be uh, Raiders at the last. Uh, so we have to play above the names on our team. Our team has to play better. That's all I can say. So we're, we're rebuilding, and that's all I can say about that too. Uh, but we'll see what happens, man. Draft, we got a long time before we kick that ball off for the first game. Thanks for the call, brother. And next, my very good brother, and he sounds like my brother too. Hellraider. Yes, Hellraider calling in. Uh, I haven't called in a while, but just want to talk about a couple things that have transpired. Um, I guess uh, Michael Bush going to the Bears and Jason Campbell. Um, not real happy about the Bush thing, obviously, because I think that uh, we're going to be really screwed this year when McFadden misses his seven or eight games like he does every year. Um, I guess we just got Goodson, which I'm not, I don't really understand, because from what I understand, he probably would have been cut anyway or something. Uh, so we could have picked him up later. I mean, I know we traded Bruce Campbell, but I've never really seen Bruce Campbell play, so I don't know if he's any good or not. Now, maybe the fact that he's under the third coaching staff and people. You know, maybe they're just not happy with him, whatever. But uh, Goodson seemed like I've talked to a couple people, including NC Raider, who says that uh, he might be a pretty good back. What concerns me, though, is he's had, I think last year he had seven fumbles and 125 carries, which is not good because McFadden puts the ball on the ground a lot too. Although we don't have to worry about McFadden because he'll be at the trainer's table. Um, you know, uh, personally, I think we should have franchised Michael Bush. And I know that sounds crazy, but um, – I mean, you know, I guess his yards per carry last year were 3.8, which isn't stellar, but he was the best thing we had, and um, he didn't fumble the ball too much. So with Goodson, I don't know what to think about that. I think we should have found a way to keep him. He didn't really get that big of a payday anyway, 
in Chicago to be another backup. I don't really get that. So maybe he was just un, un, unhappy with Oakland. But um, I'm just not real happy with the whole state of things. I think we're going to suck, to be honest. I don't think we'll win more than five, six games. Maybe I don't know, maybe seven games, who knows. But uh, I think we're going to be the whipping boy uh, of the Broncos. I definitely think the Broncos and and uh, Chargers will be better because they've all made upgrades. Kansas City took all of our players. Um, Phillip Rivers got him another wide receiver, I guess, who they got from uh, Denver. And then, of course, Denver got Peyton Manning, so he clearly now is the best best quarterback in, in our division. And then probably Rivers behind him, even though he throws like my sister, and I don't even have one. But um, I don't know. I'm not real happy. Um, I, I guess basically what we're having to do is just, you know, muddle through Al's as much as I love Davis, you know, a lot of his junk. And so maybe it's not real fair to judge McKenzie after all this because he's basically just been handed a big, you know, a big old mess to clean up. So it'll be interesting. Um, it's good to see we got the three compensatory picks, so I'll see what he does with them. Um, honestly, and I know this sounds crazy, uh, I don't ever want to lose, but if it's a question of us only winning four games or winning five or six, um, I'd, what I'd really like to see is do, and I'm a huge Carson Palmer fan, you know that, um, but I mean, I'm guessing we'll have him maybe two or three more years, unless he gets hurt or something. Which we have no backup quarterback, by the way. So that was awesome. Um, but I'd really like to see us get Matt Barkley from USC. I think that guy's going to be a, a stud. I expect him to be probably the first quarterback taken in the draft, maybe second. Uh, that's who I'd really like to have. Um, but anyway, so I don't know. We'll see. I just not real, not real thrilled with what we're doing. Um, I mean, I guess like I said, it's it's a year to kind of see what's going to go on just because of so much uncertainty and a lot of stupid contracts are given out. I, I do admit that. Um, some good people were cut, but to me, Bush is a killer um, because if this Goodson guy sucks and he fumbles the ball and Taiwan Jones got hurt, and I know McFadden's going to get hurt. I've, I've, thrown my, I've thrown in the towel with that guy, by the way. Um, I've washed my hands of him. He is worthless, and um, we're paying all that money for him to sit in the locker room or stand on the sidelines for eight games a year. The guy has played 45 games in four years. He's missed 19 games. I, I've, I'm, I've thrown in the towel with him. Um, he's he's worthless. He is the equivalent of that $300,000 sports car that just sits in the garage because it never runs. So that's what I am. And for those of you McFadden fans, I'm sorry. But I like production, and we're paying for a guy to just sit in the trainer's room and do nothing. So, uh the sooner that clown goes, the better. I'm sorry. I don't I don't pay for potential. You know, potentially he's got this and that. Don't care. Anyway, that's my little soapbox, and uh, I'm ready for McFadden to go. I mean, if he ends up going somewhere else and doesn't get hurt, fine, but we need to look at replacing him. So, anyway, uh, that's, I guess, about all i got right now. Uh, be interested to see what we get in the draft, but uh, I'm out. Well, everything you say is very, very true. Uh, it's concerning to every one of us, no matter how positive of a Raider fan you are, everything you say makes perfect sense. Bush killed me. I mean, it killed me when he left to be a second stringer in Chicago. I can't understand that they couldn't come to some uh, agreement on a contract. We couldn't keep Bush. Our running game is the basis of our team, like you say, and they better hope Taiwan Jones doesn't fall apart like he did last year because 
I didn't like the way he played either. And uh, Marcel Reese isn't a running back, but I'm going to tell you, he's going to turn into one because we don't have anybody that we need a bruiser. And Brandon Jacobs is out of the question. Didn't happen. It's not going to happen. We're not going to pick up anybody like that. We're looking at drafts. This is Reggie McKenzie's supposed expertise. This is where he finds all the diamonds that stick right in and play the first season. That is my hope. That is our only hope. Because if we don't get players, and I mean good players, in our draft, we cannot afford projects. We will suck. We'll suck. We'll suck next year. And that'll be on Reggie McKenzie. It's not about the great players we lost. It's about who are you going to bring in to take their place. And, and you know what? You could find a great player in the seventh round, in the sixth round, in the fifth round. There are great players. He better find every damn one of them or we're going to be in trouble. And that's true. I love your call, man. Don't apologize for being negative. That's your opinion. That's okay. Uh, we got all sides of the spectrum here. Don't worry about it, man, because that's the Raider Nation. Thanks for the call, man. Always welcome. And our next caller, my very good brother, and I mean this too, Raider Allen from Redding, California. What's up, brother? Hey, Raider Greg. This is Allen from Redding. And I would just like to say that uh, all the uh, young talent that we're bringing in seems to be guys that have some playoff experience, and they look like a good, a good young group of players that are going to be able to get it done for us for many years to come. I know that a lot of them are only getting one-year deals, but, you know, it's either put out or get out. And it looks like that. We're upgrading a lot of a lot of areas, even though they're not going to be getting paid the kind of cheddar that these other guys were. It doesn't uh, doesn't need to be that way. They don't need to be making these out of whack, so to speak, contracts that that I was paying those guys. You don't need big salary guys to play and win games. That's not how they do it in in most other places. So. I just hope for the best. It looks like we're doing good. It looks like our defense is shoring up, and it looks like that our offense is actually starting to shore up even better than last year. Anyway, I just thought I would call and just send a shout-out to you and your family. Have a good one, and take it easy. Bye. Well, see, there's the other end of the spectrum. My good brother, Raider Allen, calling it all positive. You know what? He's got a good point, too. We have players that have a lot of potential, and potential is a double-edged sword. Uh, they're all one-year contract guys. There's a lot of guys coming off injury, but all of them play good football when they're not hurt. So we have a potential of having a very good team or at least a decent team. And, you know, you have to spend money. Uh, in this league, if you're one of the top teams in the league, you're spending money. The Patriots... Don't, you know, they got to pay a lot of money to their players. Uh, you know, all good teams, the Jets, the Eagles, their payrolls are huge. Our payroll was huge, but it was really disproportionate 
and it was not paid in, in a, the right way. We all knew that anyway. But we have to pay players. You have to pay good players to stay. That's the way it is. And uh, like we should have kept Campbell and Bush. We needed Campbell as a backup. We needed Bush as a second running back. Two major players gone that I'm disappointed with uh, big time. And players they did not replace, by the way. Uh, they have nobody to replace Campbell. And uh, this Goodson move is no way uh, Goodson, uh, Michael Bush. So I am feeling positive. You have to be positive. I love your attitude. Uh, however, uh, let's hope that things turn out in a positive way. <laughs> it's hard to see for me, but I can see your point. Good one, too, brother. Thanks for calling and call again. And next, from the streets of Stratton, Pennsylvania, Raider Chris. And he's coming in strong. What you got, man? Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Chris, Grant, PA. I'm here listening to the new Raider Nation podcast. And um, I just I just had a comment. I, I really did. Everybody's talking about how great we're doing with these signings. I, I think they're terrible signings outside of Beasel I, 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 and, and Spencer. I, I think they're terrible. Underwood, Lee, Bartell, I think they're terrible. They were hurt. They have a criminal record. Uh, it, 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 I, I don't like any of the moves McKenzie's making other than Beasel. I, I'm going to get shitted on for saying that, but everybody was hurt last year. And that's all, that's all that seems like we're, we're signing or, or injured players. Like, they're, they're jumping on DMC's wagon. Like, we're <laughs> terrible signings. I don't like any of them. You guys can like the Bartel signing all you want. Yeah, he's great when he's healthy, but when he's healthy, like DMC. Could be great when he's healthy. We're taking a chance here. Don't like it. Uh, McKenzie has, hasn't proven anything to me. And I'm a nobody. I know this. I get this. But he's got big shoes to fill. He, he really does. Don't like anything he's doing at this point. We lost Bush. We lost Wembley. Wembley's a bitch anyways. He, he, he wants to get paid more than DeMarcus Ware from the Cowboys. Are you serious? Like, fuck him. He's not a Raider. Fuck him. He's out of here. Fuck Raul. We we have a lot of signings to do. We we can only work with so much because of the money that we have or don't have. So I, I just had a call. I had a rant. And uh, we're, we're going to see what happens. Everybody in our division signing but us. But <laughs> it's going to be an interesting season. Uh, I, I had a rant. Don't like any of the moves we made so far. So Raider Nation, this is Raider Chris, and I'm out like that fat girl in dodgeball. Well, there you go. I mean, there's true concern. I understand what you're saying. Uh, we have to let this play out. I mean, <laughs> it's early still. We have to see who we draft. I understand the concern. I am just as freaked out uh, as everybody else. And I'm also I'm, I'm positive, too. So it's a scary time for us, man. It's change time. That's tough. But I think it'll be a little bit better than you think. Uh, let's hope I'm right and you're wrong. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call, brother. And next we have Raider Eric from Sacramento. <laughs> He's talking Manning. Let's hear it. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Eric from Sacramento. What the hell? I, I know it's a little late, but... Peyton Manning going to the Broncos? Seriously? 
Come on now. Um, at least we got a good uh, defensive back this last week or whatever. And Shante Spencer, I mean, he's going to help us get this team where it needs to be. And then we got Brizzle and Bartell. What more can you ask for on a defense right now? Not much. With Richard Seymour there still, this is turning out to be the team that makes it to the promised land. And we all know where the promised land is because we've been there before. Last time we've been there was almost 30 years ago. 30 years since we've won one. That is ridiculous. We made it back in 2002, but we never won it against the Tampa Bay Bucks. That is ridiculous. We really need to figure... We've got the pieces now. Like I said a couple weeks ago, puzzle pieces were coming into place. We got them now. All we need to do is win. Our our season is like I know this could be hard because we're some teams we're playing are super easy, like Jacksonville Jaguars. I know we can beat them. And something else, Tebow is going to the Jets. What is that? He should have come to the Barrier. Play with the Denver Broncos this year. But no, he had to go to the Jets. And Sanchez is even worse. Don't even start it on Sanchez. That's just ridiculous. Other than that, we have our team and we need to stay healthy and and be committed to winning this year. We have what it takes with the the players that I mentioned before, like Shante Spencer, uh, Brizzle, Bartell, Seymour, our defense has come together now. And then we signed Super Carlisle, too. That is a big piece as well. So that is, that's what everything should be about right now. Our defense is back to where we need to be, and our offense is right where we need it. Because we've got Moore, and we've got McFadden, and we've got Palmer. Palmer needs to, we need to work on Palmer a little bit because he can't have that many interceptions like he did last season after he signed with the Raiders. But other than that, we need to get to the playoffs this season, no matter what. And if Peyton Manning gets in our way, we will knock him on his ass. I guarantee it. As far as anything else, we will beat the F out of every single one of the teams in our division, even if Rivers is playing and he's healthy, even if Kate Manning is going against us in the Broncos, even if um, if uh, whoever the quarterback of the Chiefs is. We can beat all those teams. We just got to work hard. That's all I have to say about that. I will talk to you later, Raider, later, Raider Greg and Raider Randy. Go Raider Nation. I'm out. Well, Raider Eric, I would have to disagree with you on the pieces are in place. I don't think the pieces are in place. I think we're a far cry from the pieces being in place. They could be close to being in place. We're not going to know for sure until we see these guys on the field and we have to see who we draft and how effective that draft is. We need a lot of help, man. We're far from a contending team for a Super Bowl. 
Jabbar. We are going to have the struggle of our existence in the AFC West. Uh, we are going to have our hands full. We need some pieces to be put together here way, way more than what we have now. Uh, I like your optimism, though, man. I really do. I hope you're right, too. I hope you're totally right, and I am wrong. Uh, but as far as I can see now, we need a lot of help, and I'm hoping Mr. Wizard makes it so. Thanks for the call, brother. And now none other than Raider Tatum from the Midwest. I love this guy. Raider Greg, this is Raider Tatum from the Midwest. Um, had to take a little breather here. I'm actually watching the documentary Grizzly Man, of all things. This guy's crazy. Kind of leads me into this little segue here. I found an article, maybe you've seen it, maybe others have seen it, that the conceptual designs that someone come up with to mess with the holy grail of NFL logos. They had best never touch the Oakland Raider logo. Uh, what I saw, I did not like one bit. It, they compared it to like the Oregon Ducks. I'll be damned. They, they just, it makes me sick. Al is gone. Mr. Davis, excuse me, is gone. And this is what they're going to do. They've already toyed enough with the, the whole chemistry with the free agency, all the salary cap crap, whatever. Salary cap. Oh, my God, if they start messing with the uniforms, it's just going to make me sick to my stomach. Um, you don't see Nebraska doing that. You don't see Penn State doing that. Michigan started messing with it. Um, I, I don't know. Just wanted to share that little tidbit. Thank you, and uh, everyone take care out there. And as always, long live the Sabbath. Put Jack Tatum in the Hall of Fame. Thank you. You know, I pray as well as you do that they don't mess with that emblem because they'll lose a bunch of fans. Believe me, the Raiders, uh, silver and black. You know, Nike's trying to change it, or whoever's got the new contract for the uh, the clothing. We're trying to change up some things, and uh, I don't think <laughs> the Raiders want to change nothing. It's got the best uniform in the NFL. There's no doubt about it. And if they changed it, there would be a hellacious cry out. Uh, unbelievable. No. I don't think so either, my friend. Uh, they got to keep it the same, and I'm sure uh, Mark Davis will. He's a traditional kind of cat, I believe. Thanks for the call, man. Next, we have AC Raider in Orange County, and he's telling us what we're missing. I'm listening. Raider Greg and the Raider Nation. This is HD Raider right here in Orange County, California. What you guys seem to be missing is, and talking smack on Dennis Allen, Reggie McKenzie about their inexperience, they don't know what they're doing. My brothers, these guys know exactly what they're doing. They've been in football long enough to know how the Raiders have been operating over the years, and they see that, and they get it. They have been dealt a bad hand of cards, a.k.a. bad signings. D'Angelo Hall, Warren Sapp, Randy Moss, Kerry Collins, you know, just to name a few. So what you do in your past is coming back to bite you in your ass right now. 
get the phrase, what you do in your past is biting you in the ass right now. What these guys do not want to do is take that road again because it has not worked. One other thing I like to point out, wouldn't you like to have that $40 million they gave Jamarcus Russell right about now? Had that panned out, he'd be a decent quarterback or a good quarterback ready to turn the corner with two nice draft picks. Instead, we got $40 million out the door in the Carson Palmer thing where we're paying, giving up draft picks and paying him a lot of money. What you do in your past is biting you in the ass. So until you change the course of this boat and start doing things right like these guys are doing, then you're going to get the same results. And I like the path that they're taking. Relax. We may take a step back this year. Whatever. But you've got to get the pieces in order and you've got to do it right. Peace out. What you do in the past will come back and bite you in the ass. I like it. I like it. You're right. And uh, you understand that that's where we have to go. But you know we're going to have to take a step back. And you know you're going to be just as frustrated as everybody else uh, when we do. Uh, but I hope we don't have to take such a big step back that it's a disappointment. That's what I'm saying. Uh, let's just not step back too far, uh, like off the edge of a cliff, that is. But, Joe, thanks for the call. Next, from under the waves yet again, comes out, comes up for air to uh, share some Raider wisdom with us, my good brother, the Surface Raider. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Nation. Um, it's the Surface Raider. Um, I'm going to try and keep this reasonably short because I'm sure a lot of people are going to be calling up. Um, I've been watching with interest the acquisitions that we've made uh, over free agency. I have to say I, I really like the way they've gone about business. Um, last time last time we spoke, I said that they needed to get hold of a lot of secondary or we were going to get gang-fucked, and it looks like they've done that. And I really like the guys they've taken. Um, I, I like the idea of going for guys who um, aren't too old, so they've got some tread left on their tires. Um, they've all started somewhere, which is great. And they're all signed to one-year contracts, so they're not free agents who've landed the big one and can sit back and enjoy our money. They're actually going to have to go out and earn it if they're going to get re-signed anyway. So, you know, there's, there's big carrots dangling in front of these guys, uh, and he's put enough bodies, he's picked up enough bodies to solidify one position. Uh, the next one I think we need to go look at, and uh, very excited by the compensatory picks. For once, the league have, have shown us the love. They're obviously too busy fucking over the Saints at the moment, which is great news. I think we've slipped under the radar. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pleased with what we've got there. Um, things we need to look at now, clearly outside linebackers, and I'd, I'd like to see a big running back come in. I mean physically big there, rather than a big name. But uh, I think there's some good value at, at half-back further down the draft and even in undrafted free agents. But uh, clearly the biggest area of concern now has got to be those outside linebackers. Um, Aaron Curry, I've got to say, you know, I, I like Aaron Curry in a lot of situations, provided that no one's throwing the ball near him. Uh, frankly, if you need a linebacker to cover the tight end, yeah, I, I would do that for far less money, and, and I would be just as ineffective. So it's not like there'd be a drop-off in performance if I did it. But uh, when Aaron Curry does it, it's a fucking disaster. So we need to get a guy in who can go to the outside linebacker and can, can take out some tight ends, because we need to play some good tight ends this year. Um, and we, we've got to take a look at that. But there are plenty of things I like about him. I'd like to see Aaron Curry doing his blitz more. Um, I think you know he's got a great physical side to him. Um, he's fast, you know, he's a linebacker, he's made to blitz. And I think that if we employ him more inventively, then uh, he can make an impact for us. Uh, and finally, I'd like to say how, how absolutely delighted I am that Tebow's been traded to the Jets. Um, 
you can say what you like about TiVo, um, and I'm not a fan, I have to say, but I would far rather play an ageing Peyton Manning four times, which is how long I reckon he's got left, than a steadily improving Tim Tebow 24 times. Because so far we haven't been great at dealing with the Tebow problem. Um, and and that, that combination that he brings just, you know, it, it fucks over professional defences. It, it's hard to play against. Um, yeah, it weakens you against the pass because you've got to stop the quarterback running. Um, and yeah, yeah, there's problems there, and it'll get beaten. I don't think they'll they'll win with it, but um, I think he would be harder. I think he'd be a harder proposition for us than Peyton Manning will be. Bizarrely enough, um, you know, we're not bad against Manning. I think we've won more than we've lost, so I'm not too worried about that. And what I'm most pleased about is that that horse-faced motherfucker Elway has done what he always used to do before he went and won the Super Bowl, which is get to the big one and completely fuck himself in the ass, which is brilliant. I used to love it when that happened. Yeah, the Broncos would get to the big game and they would they would choke like they were being throat-fucked. It was fucking brilliant. But, and he's done it again. You know, he had Tebow there. He had the entire city behind him. Everybody loved him. And he's traded him for a pick that was a couple of rounds lower than the pick they took him in to start with. And he's bought in Peyton Manning, who's going to die in the first time he gets hit. So, you know, thanks, John. I'm going to enjoy watching this one. You've made me a very happy man. Anyway, that's it, Raider Nation. I'm looking forward to the draft now. So, um, is is looking at it. That's it. The surface Raider. I'm out. Go Raiders. Once again, a great take. Uh, I love the Elway comments. <laughs> Horse face Elway. I can't wait to see him fall as well. I'd love to see them choke on that $90 million they gave uh, Manning. Not to say I'd like to see him hurt, but I'd like to see him hurt bad enough to where he can't play. Uh, that would be really good, and that would be great to see uh, them <laughs> doing their thing and wishing Tebow. Can you imagine mile-high screaming Tebow, Tebow, Tebow uh, during this first Manning season? I would love it, and so would you. <laughs> great call, man. As always. And next we have Raider Ray from Stockton, California. What's up, Pana? Hey, what's going on, Raider Nation? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. What's up with it? This is uh, Raider Ray calling out of Stockton, California. It's been a while since I've called. Uh, just a little reflection, man, of what's going on lately. Some of my thoughts. Uh, Reggie McKenzie, you know, he's doing a hell of a job cleaning up that salary cap hell that we've been in, thanks to uh, the godfather, Mr. Davis. Uh, may he rest in peace. Um, but, you know, I think he's doing a good job. You know, he also seems to be the king of the one-year deals. I mean, he's signing everybody to one-year deals. Um, but, hey, you know, uh, that's it's good in ways and it's good in... It's not good in other ways. I mean, it'll give the uh, players a chance to be motivated. It's a contract year, in essence. And, I mean, we don't got no big-name players, but, you know, we've got some solid players. And I think that it's going to be, a, you know, a rebuilding year, a decent year. But it's going to be a year that we're going to go and finally in a positive direction. I mean, we're not going to be hampered with these salary cap problems, you know, in the future. Obviously, McKenzie's really tight with the money. Um, we're also going to have our draft picks back again, at least most of them. Um, we've got a defensive-minded head coach. 
finally. So, you know, and what was our main problem last year? Defense. So regardless of what players we got, I think just because of the coach and the scheme that he's going to put, our defense should be better. So I'm looking forward to it, man, and, you know, real optimistic about it. I saw a couple of tweets, a couple of pictures. I saw Carson Palmer's already working out. I saw DHB in the picture. Somehow I saw T.O. creep up in the picture. Wow, how crazy would that be if T.O. shows up in Oak Town? I don't know if that's such a good idea, but... Well, you know, Raider Nation, take it easy. Uh, looking forward to listening to the next um, podcast. And uh, peace out. I'm liking what I'm hearing from the first remnants of this camp, the uh, first mini camp that they've had, so to speak. I, I like what I'm hearing. I, you know, we hear it from every team, but uh, at least there's no drama coming out of Oakland, which I like as well. Uh, you know, that's what T.O. would be. It would be drama. It would be more drama, and we'd hit the headlines with everything that T.O. brings if he can play, good. If he can't play, if he's just going to talk, no good. Uh, one year, half year contract for him, if that. I don't know. I don't know if T.O. is a good prospect or not. Uh, he's doing good in arena football. <laughs> that I know. But I don't know about the NFL. Who knows? Maybe the Raiders will sign him. A minimum deal. Who knows? But uh, I don't know if the drama would be worth it. Thanks for the call, brother. And next, we have Raider Todd. What's happening, my man? Yeah, my name is Raider Todd. I was originally born in Fresno, California, but I was raised in East Oakland, uh, right down the street from the Coliseum on 66 Avenue. I'm a diehard Raider fan. Just Kenny Stabler, Freddie Belitnikoff, Mark Van Egan. Jack Tatum, Gene Upshaw, Art Sill, Cliff Branch, Arthur Whittington, Otis Sistrunk, Charles Phil, y'all, Phil Philippiano, Willie Brown, George Atkins, John Matuzak, Ted Hendricks, Need I Go On, Matt Mellon, to say more. I'm a diehard. Clarence Davis, I'm a diehard Raider fan. Dave Dalby at the center. Raymond Guy at punter. Earl Mann at field goal. I think that was a dumb move to keep Carson Palmer. I think Donovan McNabb would have been a perfect fit in that West Coast scheme of ours on the West Coast offense that we run. I believe Al Davis was a genius. I know he was a genius. Not taking this to the race level, but he opened up the doors for position and coaches in many of the African-American communities because he wanted to win. You look at Darius Hayward Bay, the man that's coming around with top-notch speed. I feel that we should have signed Michael Bush back as well as Jason Campbell. Carson Palmer was a bust. That was the stupidest thing we could have done. He didn't get it done. He never got past the second round or the first round of the playoffs in Cincinnati. Why wouldn't you go after a talented quarterback like Donovan McNabb? Put him with some lines and top-notch receivers, a veteran who's been to the uh, NFC Championship several times and even to the Super Bowl. No, he didn't win the big one, but you look at him. 
He's an accurate passer, more accurate than Carson Palmer. He would have been a perfect fit in our West Coast offense with the speedy receivers we have, a perfect fit to train Terrell Pryor, which was Al Davis' last pick. You look at the pick that he chose when he chose Darius Hayward Bay. Hayward Bay is coming around now. If you could have went after a solid quarterback like Donovan McNabb, look at the Broncos. They gave Peyton Manning a big old contract, and he didn't have three or four neck injuries. It's still some hope with Donovan McNabb. Or even, I would have preferred us to get Brett Favre or even when I went after Kurt Warner. I don't know nothing about this head coach. He's a Denver Bronco defensive line coordinator. Why not try to get somebody like Dennis Green, Herm Edwards, or even Bill Parcell, or even get Mike Dicker as a head coach? I hope the Colts do well. I'm a diehard Raider fan, but Carson Palmer is a bust, and I feel that that rookie, Terrell Pryor, should have got more snaps, and he he will be an elite quarterback. I, I feel that Terrell Pryor should be started. Mr. McKenzie, I appreciate what you're doing. I'm a diehard Raider fan. I'm with us regardless of what we do. But Carson Palmer, tendonitis in the elbow, and a bum knee, he can't, he can't even run. At least McNabb can still run a little bit. I would have got McNabb, Kurt Warner, or even Brett Favre to train Terrell Pryor. These are my opinions. Raider Nation. Go Raider Nation. That's a good call, man. Uh, I think Mr. Davis didn't see color, man. My opinion is Mr. Davis saw talent. And it didn't matter matter if you were purple or green or yellow or orange. He picked people on the ability that they had in their heart, the drive that they had, and he saw potential in all people, no matter what. Uh, that's one thing. And the other thing is uh, Terrell Pryor, he's got a lot of work, man. There's a lot of work left in him. Even though he's Al Davis's last real pick, he's got a he's a project, and we can't have any more projects. I hope he turns out. That's all I can say. Carson Palmer's a great quarterback. I have total confidence that he can take this team to a Super Bowl if we surround him with the right people. I don't think McNabb is going to work for any other team. I think he's finished at this point. Uh, we did pay too much for Carson, I do believe, but that was Hugh Jackson's choice, and that was during a change uh, after Al left. Uh, there was a lot of uncertainty at that time, and, and Carson who is, who's, who is who we have, and I believe he can make it. I believe he's a good quarterback. We'll have him for at least two or three seasons, and I think he'll show us a lot of good things. We need to surround him with some talent, however, uh, and that's the problem we're having this year. Next year, maybe we can put some people together. We're in transition. I know that. I'm a diehard Raider fan just like you, brother. I'd love to see some things happen, but the days of Al Davis uh, working on the fastest players and, and, and picking up projects, those days are over, man. Uh, we're in the new age of the NFL. We're just like everybody else now. We're a machine. we got to make it happen because uh, that's the only way we're going to take a Super Bowl. we got to do it the way everybody else is doing it. Uh, those days of Al Davis are over, and that's a shame, and I'm going to miss that, and so are you. And so is everybody else who's been a part of the Raider Nation since Al Davis has owned this uh, this uh, great team. 
So thank you for the call, brother. I appreciate it. Great insight. And you definitely are Raider Nation. With the names you've been popping off, man, that's some serious history, brother. Thanks for bringing it to us, too. Call back again, man. Well, that's going to do it for this podcast, folks. I know it's been uh, a little bit uh, iffy here and there. I've had some issues. You know, life goes on between podcasts. My daughter had surgery on her knee. Uh, We've had all kinds of issues here, of course. I'm going back to work. I love it. I can't wait. Um, So things are looking up, and things are looking up for the Raiders as well. I am looking forward to the draft. I am really looking to see what magic that the wizard, Mr. Wizard, uh, Reggie McWizard, is going to make happen for us because I'm telling you, we need people to play, and we need them to play now. (laughs) Not next year. No more projects. We need talent. We need it now. We need to bring people in here that can impact this team today. And that's what I'm expecting from him, and I hope to see that out of this draft. Uh, the schedule comes out in a couple weeks. We'll see what we got going on, who we're playing and when, and what our out-of-county or out-of-town team uh, game is going to be this year. Uh, we're going to be looking forward to seeing that. We got all kinds of stuff coming down. Uh, the, the team's meeting. Uh, we got excitement. We got new things coming on. So, uh, you know what? The vision's looking tough, but I don't care, man. We got Raider football coming. I can't wait for this season to start. Let's go get them. Let's get some players. Let's get some positive energy in the house. I love it. Let's go, man. I am so pumped. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.